Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and tonight I am joined by Luis and Rigo. What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's up, man? Chilling, just chilling. So, uh, it's been a long time since I've been on. <laughs> it has. Your yeah, life, we almost replaced life, them with Joeli. Your life has changed. Joeli <laughs> was the one bringing the hot, the fire hot takes last week. He, the random, he, the random news. <laughs> He 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 knows my shit. He listens to Rafa Ramos, fucking bro. I, <laughs> I was trying I was trying to find some of the shit he talked about, like the like the behind the scenes dudes. <laughs> I couldn't find no sources. I'm pretty sure he is the source for Rafa Ramos. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. He did send us some stuff though. Like he yeah, he did stuff. send that. He tweeted us. Oh, yeah, I guess there is. A, it was like Sankadi. I'm like, bro, you can't trust that. He like typed it up himself and then just <laughs> photoshopped it. <laughs> I met Sancadilla when I went to Mexico. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in that, um, remember that Cheech thing I did with Copa 90? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I remember yeah, that. He was like an older gentleman. Yeah, that's, yeah, That's yeah. Sancadilla. Oh, okay. Man, you know what else Joely said? He said Santos wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said they ain't, yo, they ain't signed said, nobody. He said, I don't he know why. Every, mad players. <laughs> yeah, every time we said, I kept saying, yo, she was not that. He's like, yo, Santos isn't that good either. Come yeah, on, he told us. On. He told us because at the end we were like, damn, we got Santos and Tigres to start. Yeah. And he goes like, you guys are giving Santos way too much credit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know why you're scared of them. I was like, I'm not scared of them. I'm scared of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened. Honestly, up until the goal, they weren't yeah. playing that bad. And yes and no. Yes, we weren't playing bad. But we in the sense, really in like... the sense that we were playing defensively, we were playing good. Yeah, uh, I seen some people say we were controlling the game. I wouldn't call it necessarily controlling. Uh, I just think Santos was struggling to find the holes, but we weren't doing anything <laughs> offensively. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. Offensively so nothing. I don't know where that goal would have came at what point. And if and oh, we oh, we can talk about it later. But you, I don't know what you got to say about it, Bar. Uh, well, let's just start off with the lineup for the game. At goalie, we had Tonyo Rodriguez. Backline, we had your guy, Chap- your guy, Chapo Sanchez. Uh-huh, no, not my guy. We're gonna <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> uh, Chapo Sanchez at right back, Iramier, Osvaldo Lanis at center back, Alejandro Mayorga left back. Damn, dog my back. dog is yeah, triggered. Your, your dog, your He's dog triggered is already. To start. He's like, stop talking about this <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> Michael Perez in the midfield, Molina in the midfield. We got Brizuela on the wing, Trophies playing free, Gael Sandoval on the wing, and then Alan Pulido up top. What do you guys think of the lineup when you saw it? I uh, I like the to be honest. Uh, I like the lineup. Um, some changes I would have made, but for the most part, it wasn't a lineup we were seeing in the friendlies. Uh, but yeah. I'm a big fan of Chapo. Um, I di- I was not sure if he was ready to to be starting. I know it's been I know he's been back from injury for a while, but you just never know with injuries. I was glad to see Chapo at right back. I was glad to see Michael Perez back in the starting lineup. Uh, Gael, a true left midfielder, so I, I was glad that we weren't like experimenting players out of position like when we had Polido at left wing. Uh, but to be honest, Polido as a striker, and I think I tweeted out. I think I prefer Vega as as number nine, man. I don't know. I haven't seen that striker mentality, or or I don't think he makes the same type of runs as a real number nine, Polido anymore. So I would have preferred Vega, but again, Vega hasn't been with the team, so I see I can see why Vega wasn't starting. But overall, I thought it was I like the lineup. Um, I'm not I'm I'm not a fan of the two defensive mids, but I understood against Santos why he would want to try it. But I was cool with the lineup. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bother me either. Um, I do feel like Michael Perez does does provide a little bit, a little bit of offense. So I felt like it was fine. Like 
like he'll be the like the, the middle point between uh, Molina and Chofis in the transitioning of the ball. Um, and I didn't mind Garcia Nova on the left, who I felt like he needed an opportunity to really show what he's been doing. But at the same time, he hasn't used this lineup one time, like in the five friendlies that they had before this. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't really too worried about it, and I was like, you know, Pulido. He's he's been he's been putting Pulido everywhere, so I'm like, I mean. If you, if you're gonna have trophies play free, you got to play Polito up top, um, or you don't play him at all. So I, I I really didn't mind the lineup at all. I thought it was no. a, you know probably one of the better lineup we have. I know Varo was glad to see uh, Michael Perez back. Yep, that's my guy. <laughs> he he had I'm a not, decent game in that first half, and then yeah. the whole team kind of just. I'm not a fan of Tonyo. Like I haven't yeah. been a fan of Tonyo for a while. I haven't, I haven't been a fan of Tonyo since Matias was there. And he was trying to be a diva because he wasn't getting the starting job. And ever since then, I just didn't like him. So I, I don't know what exactly made Boy be like, Gudino lost the job. No, I think, I, mean? I, th- I think in the negotiations for Tonyo to come back, I think he was, that was like Promise? some of the, so, yeah, I think that was some of the, like, that he would, that's one of the things that he's like, I'd come back only if. Because I remember the rumors of him signing came out and then it kind of like, Nothing really happened for a couple of days, and then there was rumors saying that that um, Tonya wanted certain promises in order to come back. And after a few days, then we then it was announced that we had signed him. So I think that's why he got the starting job. I would have loved that. I think there. he asked for it. Um, but I mean, to be honest, Godinho has his struggles too, man. So it was, but that goal was terrible. But I mean, we kicked all that get up. I would have left. I would have just stayed with with Godinho and Wacho. Like I, I, I don't see that much of an upgrade with Tonyo, and Gudino's younger. Yeah, it's not really an upgrade, as we, as we can see. And he's had errors in, in the friendly games too. Um, but the the whole like you were talking about um, that we weren't really creating much. That's one of the reasons. Like I hate the the two defensive mids, uh, especially in the, like the modern day of soccer. Like you can't have two defensive mids really anymore. That's why I personally would have preferred Michael Perez as one the, the defensive mid. And Fernando Beltran over, over what's his name? Over Molina. I'm not a fan or, of Molina. Or, or Villalpando. Or Villalpando. But, you know, me, I'm a fan of uh, Beltran. I don't see why he ever lost his job. So, And he's younger. He's youth. I think he provides more versatility, to be honest. Yeah, the thing is, Villalpando played against um, Benfica. Benfica on Saturday. So oh, okay. So they sent him over there? He got burnt out, yeah. I don't, I don't think he was on the bench either. A couple of the Benfica, no. the guys that played against Benfica were on the bench, but I don't think Villalpando was on there, if I you remember know, correctly. Just, just quickly speaking on the Benfica game, because, I mean, we watched, I think we talked about it, we watched like half of it. They got watched. The second half, it was they were toying with, with Chivas. Uh, Alan Cervantes, the center mid, who, uh, he actually was one of the better, probably the best player against Benfica. But again, he wasn't on the, not even on the bench for this game either. So maybe that's something hopeful in the future to look forward to a Beltran Cervantes uh, partnership. I thought of all the games that, all the friendlies that they play. I mean, I know you guys talked about friendlies before. But I thought the Fiorentina one was the one where they played the best. Yeah, well, we looked decent. Yeah, we probably should have tied it to be honest. That's, yeah, but this actually Alan Polito penalty miss. Yeah, right? Alan Polito yeah. penalty miss. Yeah, yeah, that's probably our best pop- game. Yeah, you, but you brought the, the thing up. It was like, I don't understand. I don't understand how you have these friendlies, and you—it's a different, it's a completely different lineup for each game, and then the first game of the season starts, and it's a completely different lineup than anything you've played in the friendlies. So it's like, where's the consistency? Where? Because what's it called? We were having—I was having this argument on Twitter earlier, with, and Hoeli chimed in and said that uh, 
you know, managers, it takes time for them to build their style. And sometimes you need a little bit, sometimes you need easier friendlies in the preseason to be able to adapt to style. But I was like, man, you didn't even use the same lineup in any of the games. Like, what style are you adapting? What style are you showing these players that at, from one game to the next, it's a completely different player in a position? Uh, Pulido's left wing one game. He's striker the next game. Like, what? Where's where are you adapting the style at? I feel like he got these new additions, and he really didn't know what to what to do with them. Yeah. Uh, another thing, um, we got to talk about it. Alanis had a terrible game. In, Alanis against been, Santos. But Alanis has been terribly defensively since Matias Almeida was there. Bro, we like, were happy is... when he left. Yeah. <laughs> we were happy when he left. Like, we were happy when he when he wasn't even right. Remember when he came back and he was giving up goals? With that? Remember the, when he went to, they sent him to second division? Yeah. And Because and I, I was looking through my tweets and Marina Masulto were playing. And we were like, fuck, we were begging for Alanis to, to like, come on, get this negotiation thing already so Alanis can come back. And he was coming back, and he was fucking up, too. So when he left, we were, like, kind of happy that he left. We weren't, like, upset or, or sad about it. So I don't understand why why we bring him over. I, I, all right, we bring him over is one thing. But why is he the starter over, over Briseño? Briseño play, <laughs> played first division last year in Portugal against quality and, opposition. And, and, and Alanis was in second division in Spain. And if you're gonna if you're gonna let Marina and Basuto leave, why not keep Jaid? Even if Jaid is like, yeah, that's true. Even if even if Jaid is gonna be like, okay, I want to be a starter, right? Well, appara- like, apparently, he was make- a, a locker cancer. So yeah, I, I <laughs> which broke my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, news. apparently he was. Apparently, he the was news the broke one that into us and North the podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that, that that had been come out. <laughs> but it really yeah. broke. Like I had never yeah. heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I heard of it either. I, I heard of it before. That apparently he was the one that was like t- telling shit to uh, Iguera. Yeah. So who, but, who's the who's the fourth center back right now? Uh, we got. But he's say we have two injuries. Say then, say our starters get injured. Is Briseño and who? Uh, Do we not have center back definitely? Hold on. No, that's all we had. Marino Basulto were the center back. I'm though. looking at the bench. Yeah, the only center back we have. Mayor, there the only thing I can Briseño. think of is, is moving Bayorga inside. That would be yeah. one option, but like, I haven't really seen it done yet, so I don't know. So, hey, can you see? Can you see this? This Huerta kid is like a right back. I can't see Huerta. To be honest, I, I didn't really get. It. I don't. I seen some people saying so he shows flat. All right, he shows flashes, but like I, 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 seen, I, don't, I seen, I don't see him playing on the first team. Yeah, I, like I I've seen good players. I've seen good players come in Chivas, young players, and he's not. To me, he's not nothing special. To be honest. I don't see why he's on the team, and I'm sure he, cre- I'm sure... he created our best chance of the game. Yeah, but which I, but wasn't even we... a real chance. But once we have Pando, once they all like all can really come back and and they don't have to play the back to back games on back to back nights, um, he'll probably just go. He'll probably go back to La Subente. I don't know. We got to see what we got there, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've I've seen also the, like tweaks about him being good and like he needs to start stuff like that. But from what I've seen, I haven't been like really uh, impressed. Yeah, I'm not saying he's bad or he's. I just don't. I haven't seen it yet. But but then again, I also thought Cristian Alvarez was going to be the next Rafa Marquez. So what do I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what you say? He's like he's playing in Europe, though. <laughs> yeah, he is playing in Europe, though. This is a fact. <laughs> Bro, that automatically puts him in line to possibly get a call up. <laughs> no matter where he's playing, as long as it's in Europe. He's automatically better than Lalis now, so. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would definitely move to a three-man back line. Yeah, but now you have literally no center backs on the bench. Yeah, literally none, unless they're confident in some under twenty-year-olds. Who do you, Look, who do you bench though? What do you mean to go to a three-line back 
Oh no, it's good with two in, in this two man back line. I bench Alani for for Briseño. For Briseño? Yeah, hundred percent. Just off. I feel like Mir. I feel like Mir isn't 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 that fucking, you know, like like solid either. Like mm. I remember when 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 Yaid was there, Yaid uh-huh. used to cover a lot for him. Um, yeah, I mean, Mir. Mir. I think Mir is he is what he is at this point. He's not yeah, like, he's like the like, best center back, but I mean, I I think Alanis. He's better, he's, he's, no, he's Alanis better, was getting he's bullied. bullied. One, he was getting bullied. He wasn't even. Tr- it looked like at times like he wasn't even trying. He was watching the play happen right in front of him. Um, he is taller than than Iramir, but I would say I would say Briseño would have to start just off the pedigree of where he played last season. He's younger. He scored. Go- he scores goals off headers, so he's better in the air. Um, who you bench? You can probably switch it back and forth. Alanis and and, and Mir. See, what do you guys think about Mallorca? About Mallorca's game. I don't really think he it was. I don't think it was. I think it was solid, not bad, not good. With the thing with Mallorca is he usually has runs up the left side where he like takes on a couple of defenders and even beats them. But this time, I didn't really see any of those, any flashes you, of like his offensive side. Did you notice that he was kind of that he wasn't going up? Yeah. Even when we had the ball, like he was kind of staying like right above the midfield line. Yeah, and that's it's what almost, I like. It's almost as like he was planted. It's almost as like he planted him. Like that was his role was not to go up. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. Like that's what I, I like about him. Why? He's super offensive. Because he, he sometimes he struggles to get back with his speed. Uh, so that's I don't that, know. I don't know why, but that's true. He was definitely just getting. He wasn't moving up at all. Maybe because Gael was far out, far on the on the left side. But I did notice that too. That he was that when we had the ball, he was only passing midfield, maybe like a, like ten yards. It wasn't that much. It wasn't until I saw Gael move that then he would like start to slowly move up. Yeah, I, like at no point do I remember him like making overlapping runs past guys, yeah. on, past guys on the ball. I don't. Yeah. yeah, he usually has those runs, he, and then no, he, he had the a last few. pass is bad. But off the top of my head, I can't remember any where I was like, "Oh shit!" I remember him younger. winning, a, like, getting like a little header, or like maybe he passed it, like on the in, in near Santos's box. But yeah, like he wasn't. I remember. I remember at one point looking at the game and noticing that specifically about him, that he wasn't really moving that high up. I mean, uh, Santos, is, Santos is also a really good team. They're fast, too. They have and, some and, yeah. fast, fast wingers. And, and at home. Yeah. Like, they're good at home. I mean, they have to take a fucking water break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to take a water break, too, watching them <laughs> one play. And take a beer break. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know who, who else got neutralized? Brizuela got neutralized this game, man. Brizuela. Look, that double team, they were double teaming him, and nobody was coming over to help him. Brizuela was kind of slow, and he looked. You know slow. what I don't yeah. like about Brizuela? It he's very he's uh, man. I feel like if you if you kind of play him towards the inside, like pushing him inside, he's very predictable in his cut, like his cutting inside. Uh, it's like all you have to do is like cover him, cover the outside, so he doesn't run down the wing, and is he becomes very predictable as he starts cutting in. And it almost seemed like Santos knew that and set up their like. They specifically knew that he was a dangerous player, and they kind of set up their defense focused on him, well, and kind of pushed player, the, and yeah. they pushed him inside a lot, and he wasn't really doing much. He like said he looked slow. Chofis at times with the ball looked a little slow. I still think he's the most talented player in the team, but at times it's like, oh man, come on, get that ball off your feet quicker. He was just holding on to it too long. Yeah, he would take like an extra touch that wasn't yeah. necessary, and then that pat, then the pass would come out too late. Cause I, I saw I saw a couple of like passes he could have made. The lane was there. He could, and he usually does make those passes. 
But something about uh, about him was off yesterday. He, you know, it took too long. It wasn't clicking. Not just him, bro. The whole team was off. Gael, Gael didn't really nothing. No, Gael. I don't Pul- think Sandoval did anything. Pulido, nothing. Yo, um, did Pulido forget how to play striker? For us, what I'm saying, right? If you ask me, I'd rather take Alexis Vega over Pulido as the number nine. If you want to find another position somewhere else on the field for Pulido. Maybe him coming a little bit behind. Throw uh, Pulido in like as a false nine. Drop, that, I think a, it's fine. Yeah, because I think Chofis. I think his best position is right wing. Yeah, is right. Is coming. Is cutting inside with the left foot. You have Pulido. Play, you can have Pulido playing behind Vega, and then think about it. Right now we have no left wing, no left mid. What better What better option you have than to put switch Bisuela to the left side, which is a position that he can play. He's done it before. He can do it. He's effective. I don't know why. They, I don't, right I don't know what, why they're not putting him on the left side. He was yeah, because we have side. we literally have nobody, and Chofis is, we know Chofis' best position is right wing, cutting inside with his left foot. And Polito's not a striker; he's not a true number nine anymore. Drop him a little bit, and you can put Alexis Vega on top. All right, ask me whatever you like. <laughs> what, what's going on? Over there? <laughs> That's Alexis, she's that Alexa? <laughs> We're talking about Alexis, Alexa. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that. Alexa. I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs> I have it. I have it. <laughs> yeah, it's like Bro, the government you. listening in these conversations. <laughs> even, even Alexis is fed up with, uh, with Chivas right now. Molina and Perez, I think, you know, they, they had a decent first half. Up, up until that goal, man. Because Santos wasn't finding that space, you know. But it's, uh, Perez and uh, Molina were intercepting a lot of their passes they were trying to make. And you could see them starting to get frustrated. And then Donio gives okay. up that goal off that free kick from like, what like 40 yards out or whatever and it was down the middle too it wasn't even like like he didn't have to bend it it I, was just like straight down the middle i don't i mean i've played goalie a couple of times and sometimes the move the ball moves yeah but you get paid but you were, you've but been playing yeah you've been playing your whole life and you get paid yeah. thousands of dollars like that's not a mistake of a first division goalkeeper should be making yeah, you got, you got a 5.6 match rating, like, bro. Like I'm, I understand like the knuckleball effect, but hell no, you cannot make a mistake that's directly down the middle like that. Yeah, that was bad. But the whole thing with Molina and and, and what's it called and what's his Paris. Um, Paris, they did their job defensively, but again, two CDMs brought it provided nothing offensively. Um, where if you would have had a, a Vialpano or Beltran, maybe a little bit, a little bit more help to to. To Chofis and, and to Rizuela because it was just them two even trying anything. Uh, they had literally no help from Pulido. Nobody had no help from anyone behind them. So that's the thing. That's the thing with the two CDMs is what are you playing for? Are you playing for a 0-0 game and pray that you get a, a, a corner kick goal or a counterattack goal? Um, is this going to be a team that has two CDMs and if we give up one goal, we're done because we can't come back? We can't score a goal? That's 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 where I don't see I don't see the the use for this. I mean, even even if, it, if you, even if we did plan on counterattacking, I think Rigo, did you tweet it or did you send it in the group chat? But you said that this team looked too slow to counterattack. Yeah, we couldn't we right? couldn't counterattack. I, I don't we think did. we can yeah. we can counterattack. We're not fast enough. I mean, I don't know if it was because Santos is that fast, or I mean, they had a fucking cheeseburger before the game. I don't know what the fuck it was, but they were fucking mad slow. Maybe the like, weather we had, too. We, it was really hot. We, I don't know. Yeah, we had a few chances where we were, we could have countered in the first half before the goal, and it was just slow. Like, 
Santos players were catching up real like, real quick. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe the weather took, you know, played played its part. Cuz you know, those guys are out there practicing, they know what it's like. Chivas players kind of been doing this bullshit preseason, haven't really had time to practice in Mexico. Yeah, we just talked about it before the pod. Rigo said he played a soccer game on Sunday and it was hot and broke. I'm like, I'm like, here in Florida, this is, this is us year-round. We're used to it. Yeah, you know, you see it in other sports. You see it in football. When people, when teams go down in Miami to play the Dolphins, those teams yeah. are gassed by, like, the end of the first quarter because they can't play in that heat. And hungover from the night before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the Jets suck, so. <laughs> oh, this is personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that, let's talk about this, the second goal that comes off a corner kick where it looks like Alanis might have lost his man, but Iramier also doesn't really contest the the header. Yeah, so I was I watched I watched this play right before we did the podcast, and it it's weird because it looks like it's Iramier's man, but he he's playing the guy in front of him, so the guy's behind him, and it looks like. He looks like Alanis is covering somebody else, but he's right behind the guy who has the ball in. So, one, Alanis doesn't even jump. And Edamir is just, like, takes steps forward and takes himself completely out the play. I don't know who's... who's. If you had to ask me, it was Edamir's guy. And he just walked, stepped up in front and read the ball wrong. But, yeah, man, these are two starting center backs. Both bullshitting. Yeah, but I also feel like Doria came off off a screen, I think. And that might have got Alanis, like, caught up in the box. But he was wide open for that header. Yeah. I feel I like that goal came so fast that it just fucking, like, completely knocked the wind out of the team. Yeah. Yeah, 48th, 48th minute. Yeah. Any little, any any bullshit talk speech that Tomas Boy had midfield at the halftime? You know he ain't had shit, though. You, I was going to say, what do, you, what do you think he said to them? <laughs> he said, hey, no nos están apedreando nah, rancho. <laughs> nah, it was definitely an Amir's guy. I'm watching it right now. Oh, it's yeah. definitely an Amir's guy. Yeah. Everybody on Twitter is blaming Alanis, so we're just going to blame You know Alanis. what? It actually <laughs> looks like it looks like Iramir and Alanis are playing a zone. They might be. Shit. It looks like they're playing a zone. I mean, they don't have the speed to play to play like You know what it does? Man. It looks like it looks like Iramir's guy, it looks like Iramir's guy kind of goes into Alanis's zone and then Alanis is like he doesn't know which one to go after and he stays with the guy with the wrong guy. I don't. It's weird. I don't know what they were trying there. And and, and on that goal, nothing Donya can do, right? It's just nah, nah, what are you gonna do? The guy's like three yards in nah, front of you and just nah, fucking heads it. I know you don't want to blame your guy in every goal, so we won't <laughs> on this one. I mean, I thought you could have came out in that. <laughs> A part of me thought that too. I was like, come on, man, you gotta at least help those guys. I mean, you gotta you gotta at least like make the jump. Like, come on, yo, Donya also does some weird thing, like with his hands. Like every time someone's about to shoot, he like. Oh, what's it called in basketball when you're running when they run sideways you know how players stick out their hands when they're practicing I, f- I forget what the what the drill is called but every time someone's gonna shoot he just like puts his hands out but not even like to make the goal I look s- smaller it's kind of like like shuffling I don't know I don't know how to explain it he just has him out just to be ready yeah I don't know about that bro that second half Santos could have scored like four or five yeah then the third goal was Julio Furch. Julio Furch, Julio Furch who bodied Iramir and Alanis all game. Yeah, and he and he had like a quiet his, game up to that point too. Yeah, it wasn't too back, crazy. His back to the to the to the net play was, he was just holding. He was just bullying them, holding them off the play. Yeah, but that that angle, that shot he got off. 
So it was a cross, right? It was a cross. And yeah, low cross, he just, and he just kind of poked it into the bottom right corner of the goal. That's a tough least, shot. Alanis is there watching. Nothing. He got body. Yeah. Body, but he lost his position, and then he just watched it. He didn't even try. And then he got mad. <laughs> nah, man, <laughs> that was so bad. Then he yelled at this guy. He's like, fuck, I want to go back to Spain. <laughs> I feel like you can only really talk shit if you watch the game completely. <laughs> yeah, like Coel, Coel only listens to stats. He looks at the stat line, so he like he's gonna tell us that we uh, have no shots on goal and stuff like that, which is true. But <laughs> he doesn't tell the whole story. Bro, I, 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 I don't know if you saw. I tweeted the halftime stats. No, did you see? Bro, we had no. higher. We had uh, more. Apparently, according to the stats, we had more shots on target. We had better possession, better passing accuracy. We had one more balls back defensively. <laughs> But so, we were losing yeah. one zero. First first half stats, we had three shots on target to Santos is one. Uh fifty fifty possession. I had a fifty fifty one forty nine where I, when I, the one I saw. Okay. But whatever, it's close enough. But I just yeah. I was just I was just fooling around though. <laughs> nah, but the stat if you look at the stats it doesn't look that bad, but if you watch the game, the she was showed nothing. We had the same amount of shots on target, five and five. I only remember one shot and that was the Huerta shot. That, yeah, I remember that, just thinking well, that first half. I remember that first half. I just remember think, up until the goal. I just remember thinking we're still we're in this. We're in this. this yeah, is zero zero. We're not. Right. And I thought I was like this goal was kind of fluky. Like he made a mistake. I'm like we we we're still in it. But nah, after that first goal, I gave up because that like demoralized the whole team. And we're not. But, we're not a big mentality like a strong mentality team. Any little thing and like you see the players just pouting and. They kind of give up, bro. Why? Why? Why would these players rise to the occasion for a coach that's called them out publicly on Book Picante before he was their coach? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what's he going to motivate them when they, when they know deep down he doesn't believe what he's saying? Deep down on Football Picante, he's already said they they have loser mentality. <laughs> they can't get out of this. So why would they step up? What's he? What can he possibly I really, say to I make really him change? Don't. I still don't understand why he's the coach. Wait, wait. Well, let's I, let's, uh, let's listen to what he had to say after the game. No, a veces se dan este tipo de marcadores. Eh, la verdad, este fue muy intermitente el ataque de Santos. No nos ganaron así, no, no nos apedrearon el rancho. La verdad, este fue circunstancial, pero pero hay que acatar que el 3-0 nos indica que nos falta mucho trabajo. Bro, he said we got washed, but not really. <laughs> no, no, he said we didn't get washed. Oh, we didn't He's get like, washed. He says he says we didn't get washed. Uh, Santos really didn't wash us. Um, and these type of games happen where the <laughs> scoreline is like this. He's like, yeah, but we do have some things to improve. I'm like, bro, <laughs> these games, it's been literally every game for like the past six games that, that they've been happening. We got washed by River, washed by Boca, washed by Benfica. I feel like we got washed last season. To end the season, I'm pretty sure we got washed by teams. We Didn't we play Tigres to Thetis. end the season? Yeah. Yeah, 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 we did. Bro, this man has one win. Unless you want to count some second division team that we played. He has one win out of, like, how many games? Like 10? I think so. I mean... No, of, of the games, he's played only one game. The Leon game is the only one he's won. And lost every one. Yeah. You know, preseason, I think we've given up 12 goals and scored two. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
But things aren't that bad, apparently. But things not. These, these, <laughs> these scores happen, bro. I feel Shit like happens. Had, I feel like had the um, Iguera firing happened earlier, Tomorrow's boy wouldn't be there. The, Tomorrow's boy wouldn't be there. I, to be honest, I have I have hopes in uh, in the Maori Vergara for getting rid of this bum. I think uh, I don't know who. I don't want to say it's a Maori Vergara getting rid of those guys, but it was definitely we can definitely tell it was Iguera keeping Basulto and Marin. I don't know if you want to get into that already, but I do. But firing Iguera, Basulto's gone, Marin is gone. Bro, Tomas Boy is next. He's we're playing Tigres next. Bro, Atletico's gonna put like ten on us. <laughs> like if, I hope think about it. If, if Atletico wants to. They can really put ten on us, and, and we and there's nothing we can do to stop it. And that's also why we're recording really early this week because we don't want to talk <laughs> about the massacre that's going to occur tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be two one because like Atletico doesn't really care. They're going to have like a bunch of French players, but I'm saying if they really wanted to, yeah, if they wanted to, they would kill us. We're talking, we're talking about like a top eight team in the world. <laughs> yeah, they would. I seen us. them put. I seen them put like four on Bayern Munich. And our defense is nowhere in that. Nowhere. We only got so, the Matt Hummels lookalike. We don't have Matt yeah, Hummels. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to it's gonna get ugly. So Atletico game is going to be ugly. What do you think? We're going to do better against Tigres? Nah. No. Tigres won, right? They won like 3-1. Yeah. They watched Morelia. Yeah. We're playing, we're playing in Guadalajara? Yeah. Yeah. We got to lose regardless. But, I mean, I, I, think, I feel like <laughs> if we were going to play in, in Nuevo Leon, it would be, like, worse than... We got we got to find that guy that did that uh, epic post final win speech and just let the him post final when he's like aquí no no well aquí no Gina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to find no, that no. guy to motivate the team like before the game cuz Tomas boy ain't it <laughs> Yeah man like you you think you th- we talked about this last week like his job security and because we also talked about how there is no like general manager right now. Would he get going? Would Amaury Vergara hire a new coach, or would he hire first a general manager, and then maybe we can see the possibility of, of Tomas Boy getting fired and, and that person bringing somebody new? I don't know what Rigo thinks about that. You think he fires Tomas Boy and hires some somebody on his own, or you think he rather hire a GM and let that person do the do the firing hiring? I think he might fire Tomas Boy on his own. And he might fire Mariano Varela too. Mariano Mariano Varela is the sporting guy. Is he? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I guess what's it called moved up to like a higher role, right? Um, but what's the guy in the youth? Leaño. Leaño. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he, he has some like some some sporting people there that can possibly help. But I mean, I, like firing him, you know, it's just firing him week two. I I, I don't see. Who you fucking like? Who you bring in? Like, if you fire him week two, that means that you, you like you've completely given up. Nah, because sometimes hiring a new coach can spark a team. So it, I think it, it could also be, hey, let's save this while it's too late. Like it's only week two. Let's save this while it's too late. We wait till week four, week five. Then it could be too late. And at the rate this is going, like, <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much out of the playoffs now. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Last season, I was guaranteeing playoffs after like week three. Now, now I'm saying it's over. Already. Just just two days ago, Luis was like, "Oh, we're gonna go undefeated." <laughs> <laughs> no, we're out of the playoffs. 
And y'all got mad at me when I said the goal should be avoid relegation. You guys were like, nah, nah, we're going to get 7th or 8th. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's, that, let's talk about the bullshit they tried. Before the game, they announced that they released the No, not released. They sent um, Marin, Marin off on loan. And then after we got washed, they're like, we need something. <laughs> so they sent Basulto out on loan. They announced that Basulto's out on loan, too. Like... What are you... <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was I was with that bullshit. I was all for it. I was yeah, that, but that, like that made the loss feel a little bit better. That's like a distraction. <laughs> like what? Hey man, it made me feel a little better. <laughs> it made me feel a little better. Not have to worry about those two bums anymore. But, but now, what do we? We don't have. But now we have though. no center backs. <laughs> That's the thing. You're better off playing with no center backs than, than having them two back there. Shit, I I I couldn't Yo, believe. It, it, I can't it, believe it. Really. That. Go ahead. It's really. Uh, it really says something when these both these guys are going to Ascenso teams. Yeah, they're they're not they're not going to other teams in first division. Yeah, like Jair went to fucking Querétaro. Like yeah. these guys are going to fucking second division. Like it says, like nobody wants everyone first division. It says everyone saw what we saw. Yeah, except the Iguera team. Yeah, except the Iguera because. We switched coach after coach, and those two guys have still been there. So, and Iguera's gone, and now they're both gone. Like, what a coincidence! And then, and we did, did send you... one to him. I think Sacatepec gets uh, Basulto, right? Uh yes, yeah, Sacatepec got Basulto. See, that's one of the... I think, yeah, I think so. That's one of the things we talked about with Joeli last week. Is is Pizarro said that he wasn't sure if if Iguera's truly gone, if maybe Iguera's still there behind the scenes. And one of the things we're like, well, if they no longer send players to Sacatepec, that'd be one thing. And and we just I still think he gets involved. You still think he's involved? Yeah, I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I think I it, it, it just it just got too bad, and they were like, you know what? We're gonna say that you're not, you're not on the team. Isn't that what Pizarro said? Yes, Pizarro saying that he's still there. He might still. He didn't say he that is the case. He's saying we'll have to see if he's not if he's not there behind the scenes still. But um. It's 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 quite a possible. I'll tell you why it's quite a possibility. Because to be honest, Igera should be should have been gone a long time ago. A long time ago, Igera could have been. You could have fired him at so many points throughout the past year, and they specifically waited for that whole Fupa Picante incident where he just embarrassed himself. But the fact that they never fired him before makes me think that he's invested so much money into yeah, the club he, that it's almost he like he has to be there. Right, like, why not fire him before? In, in other in other circumstances, they were quick to fire people left and right, and he got always stayed on. So that's the one reason why I could say I could see it being true, just because he's invested so much money into the team himself. Yeah, but we gave him Basulto though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just made last him seem worse. Last week I said let's give him Madrigal, I think, and here we go, we give him Basulto. <laughs> Yo, Ma- the Madrigal is still on the roster, right? Yeah, I no, saw he's in second division, isn't he? I saw no, him I saw warming he, up. I saw he's. No, he's still on the roster. Benfica. Yeah, he's still he's on like the roster. Because the, there's a tall-ass guy. I was like, oh, that's that fucking piece of shit, Madrigal. Oh, Ma- we talked about this. What's it called? We talked about... Oh, let me get my credit. Miguel Ponce is still on the team. For those who oh, heard last yeah. week, I was right. Ponce is still on the team. He's still a bum, though. I wish he wasn't. <laughs> but fuck I it. feel like that, that occurred because... They realized what the fuck was happening on that left side. There was nobody. And then, Luis, one more correction. We kept talking about, I think, the Veracruz goalkeeper. We called him Laud. We were, I, was, La I was wrong. Laud? Uh, Jurado. His name's Jurado. Oh, Sebastian, Sebastian yeah. Jurado. His name is Jurado, not uh, Laud. Is, uh, 
I forget what team he plays on, but he does not play for Veracruz. That's Jurado. I think he plays for like I don't want to say because I'll be wrong. I don't I want to think it's Puebla actually. Who? Cool. I don't know. Like Lord? Is it? I don't know. But another thing, Pereira also tweeted conveniently, like near the end of the Chivas game. That pictures, was fucking pictures spicy. of his game, and they're like, he's like, ah, oh, great, great victory. <laughs> Like Querétaro, I was like, damn, feels bad. <laughs> Still think we should have kept him. Fake news. He'll be injured. He'll be injured. Not a locker room cancer. Three. Fake news. He'll be injured by week three. <laughs> he does have glass hamstrings, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What else about this I'm just, game? I'm just glad. I'm just glad Copa Libertadores started so I can stop watching this news. <laughs> <laughs> fucked around and watched the MLS game right after and it was more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Orlando and Red Bulls were playing at the same time. I should have watched that shit instead of fucking watching Port- the I think game. Portland and Seattle played right after. <laughs> it was a good game. Yeah, just because Brian- I was streaming it and it just stayed on. Isn't it uh, Brian Fernandez is like killing it, right? Yeah. The guy from Necaxa. I think he has like seven in his last eight games. Not bad. Alright, well that's that for the our season opener Chivas Santos. We got washed 3-0. We're going to move on to next week, and we're going to bring Damn, back... How much money you guys lose? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Our favorite segment? We're going to move on to uh, everybody's favorite segment, Flo's Gambling Corner. Flo, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Flo so could not be here for the whole call, but he is here to give the people what they want. You know, He's people want to lose money. He's all week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm out celebrating my winnings from week one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you bet on the other team. Did That's you bet on Santos? Season. That's what we should do this season. <laughs> you should bet on the other teams. All season. Yeah. So before the before the game started, this game, Santos game, um, I had a feeling we were going to win for some weird reason. <laughs> Bro, you were mad hype. I was. <laughs> you entered the group chat hype like, yo, are we betting? I feel like we're going to win. <laughs> I saw the lineup. I was like, yo, it's not. The lineup on paper didn't, didn't look bad. And then on the field, it just looked like trash. But so... <laughs> Me and Flo, we go half and half on... We always do, what, $50 bets. And we yeah. go half and half, so we're 50 under. Right off, I feel like right this off time the start. Your, I feel like this time it was your fault. Like, Flo didn't really want to. You kind of pushed into it. Yeah, Flo wanted to, tie, <laughs> Flo wanted to do a tie, though. So we would have lost anyways. Yeah. But still. But... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much after the first goal, I was like, we're done. No way we're scoring two. Oh, uh, you did say that. You're like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we want to get into what we want to get into the theaters, or we, we're skipping Atletico tomorrow. Or what? Nah, just just nah, for the fun of it. What's, what's it, the yeah. Atletico? <laughs> okay, so hot tip: if y'all want to make some money, Atletico is only favored by two goals. Oh, what? So, oh, you better put money on that. So what does that mean? So everybody. That means so, a, yeah. So that means if Atletico has to win by three goals. So if they win by three goals. Or more, you win. Or if if, if Atletico only wins by two goals, then it's like a push. Nobody wins. You just get your money back. Oh, no, they're definitely winning by two. At least more than two goals. So if, if we would if we put 50 on that, how much would we win, Flo? Uh, that one's a, I mean, the odds are pretty even. So you, you bet 50, you win 50. Oh, okay. But that seems pretty safe to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good week to start betting against you. <laughs> I mean, that's I what mean, we're going to do, right, for the rest of the season. 
you know, it's, it's, it's a quick way to get our 50 back. Bet 50, win 50, you know, we're back to even. <laughs> all right, all right. What about Thetis? <laughs> all right, Thetis is, all right, so believe it or not, I don't know how, but Thetis isn't favored by a goal or even half a goal. So it's pretty much you have to bet for Chivas to win. You pretty much more than double your money. Um, I don't know. Like, these odds don't make any sense. Maybe because it's so far out, still a week out. But yeah. basically, like, they got Tigres and, and Chivas actually kind of close, which makes no sense. I was thinking, like, Tigres are going to be like, there by, like, like, one and a half goals or something. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to suck you guys, you guys in. They're like, well, we'll... Chivas fans will be like, Vegas knows something that we don't know. And they'll <laughs> bet on Chivas Nah, you bet on Tigres for sure. For sure, you bet on Tigres. Especially, wait, if you bet if you bet on Tigres winning by by more by more than a goal or a goal, do you what do you win back? Just what you bet? Nah, if you if you bet on them to, I don't have those odds up, but if you bet on them to win by like, you know, if you give them like a goal um, lead, like if you give Chivas like a goal lead or whatever. You mm-hmm. want like way more money. You'll probably like triple your money at least. But we would have to bet on Chivas. No, on no, Oh, so all right. <laughs> so this week you're betting on the bet on Atletico and Tigres, <laughs> and then and then bet on Tigres to win by um, more than a goal, and then you'll you'll turn fifty dollars into like two hundred in no time. Bro, I see what Furch. I see what Furch did to our defense, bro. When this, let, let it be Gignac. Yo, Gignac. I thought you were gonna say, "God, I seen what you done for others." <laughs> <laughs> this is a Furch. I seen what you did to our defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is how Vegas knows that Chivas. Yeah, there's a lot of Chivas fans, and they know that they're willing to spend their money. Is Chivas has the six best odds to win the title. The oh six best odds. No, they're, to win they're the definitely title. trying to suck y'all in. <laughs> they're like, they're like, there's a little segment called Flow's Gambling Corner. That's, that's Yo, I'm telling you, I think we, we, we influence the market. Now the odds like fluctuate on these games. Like they would never so, move. <laughs> so this year, this year we're betting on the other team, guys. <laughs> but I got, I got the best bet of all. So I was doing a little research, right? And there's a bet that you can do for Chivas to win. Over under seven and a half games. Oh, that's under for sure. Under, that seems like yeah. the lock of the century. That we're under <laughs> seven and a half games. The way we've been playing, shit. That's a lot of games, bro. Yeah, I mean, think we're not winning seven draws. You're not gonna win seven. We'd be lucky to win three. <laughs> <laughs> bro, and what are, what are the seven, what are the returns Our coach on that? Is the math boy. <laughs> Well, it, it's pretty even. Like you know, just you just pick over under seven and a half. So if you pick under, you you know you pretty much just double your money. Okay. But that's, so that's, that's like that's like a season long bet, you know. Yeah, yeah. So bet your rent money on this. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I need, a, I need like a place to watch games at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But these these odds when I look at them just don't make sense. I'm just like, man, just. Pick everything against Chivas, and you'll win a lot of money this year. Yeah, it might it might be too early. Maybe it is Monday. We're what six days away. But this is when you want to catch the odds, though, because once as the closer it gets to the game, I feel like the more realistic they get, and then they're like, oh shit, wait, we only yeah. have Thetis. We only have Thetis by one. Let's fix that. 
Yeah, because uh, when we're um, when me and Varo were trying to bet on what was it Sunday Saturday whatever it was, um, I remember I sent him the odds and he was like, "Yeah, let's bet this." And then when I went to make the bet, the odds actually changed and I couldn't make that bet anymore. Yeah, the, so the, 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 the odds were going up and down. Yeah. So like, if you want to make the bet on that theater, this is probably the moment to do it. Yeah, like before be, before 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 Atletico drops thirty on us. Damn, have uh, we yeah, have we bet against Chivas before? I feel like we haven't. Nah. Not yet, right? <laughs> Damn, this is the season to do it. <laughs> Fan, this is, do it. To all our to all our followers and listeners, this is your chance to make money. <laughs> For real. gambling corner will finally be profitable. <laughs> make that bet ASAP before our thousands of listeners, you know, get all the details. <laughs> just as soon as you hear the podcast in the morning, just go out there and make that bet. <laughs> make that radical bet too. True. Bro, the Atletico by two? You said it was by two, right? Yeah, they're only favored nah, by two goals. I that's a lot. I thought they by like three and a half or something, you know? Bro, we can't score in a Liga MX defense. How are we going to score in Atletico's <laughs> defense, bro? With our backups, bro. Bro, Ronaldo and Madrid could barely do it. It would take like a 90th minute Ramos header. I mean, unless Atletico's just like playing a bunch of nobodies, but I'm pretty sure they're playing like their strong side. They, they yeah. announced their preseason roster. It's, yeah, it's they, a good roster. Yeah, it's their yeah, it's their roster. I mean, they're preparing Atlanta's gonna play. Yeah, they got and yeah. uh, Trippier's on the roster. Like they, they got their players. It's not Bro, bad. they just get Herrera's, Herrera's is their nah, not, not yet. Herrera's their worst player. <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> besides yeah, some dude. academy player, but yeah, yeah. Besides the academies, and they, they got Joao Felix. I was gonna say, didn't they sign Joao Felix? Yeah, they season? signed him. Oh yeah, they, they signed got him. that kid too. Oh, he's gonna shred. <laughs> Our defenders up. Oh Damn. man, we have a field day with fucking Van Rankin. All right, we're gonna cash in on so on the trash that is Chivas. <laughs> I wonder how many of our followers are going to that to go to go to that game. I feel bad. Everybody that went to that game. I feel bad. No, that ass. They should have apologized for that. <laughs> nah, like I'm not even joking. They should. Like, how do you send that squad out there and, and just like a complete embarrassment? Like, I understand it's a money grab, but shit, bro, that was sad. That was sad to watch. I feel bad for all those people. <laughs> all right, let's wrap know. Let's wrap this up, guys. What do you think happens against Tigres? What are we doing? Are we all just going to pray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the money? I'm going with a Tigres win. Fuck it. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think I've ever chosen against Chivas, but, uh, man. Nah, Chivas 2-1, Chinac for sure. Gonna... <laughs> Chivas 2-1, <two>, <laughs> Alexis Vegas gonna start this game. He's coming through. I want to say a one-one draw. <laughs> how do you stop a fucking team like Theaters with a one-one draw without a good coach? Um, and how do you stop them once they score one from scoring? From <laughs> scoring more. We're, uh, so we're playing at they, home. They they only beat Chivas one-zero in that game at the end of the season last year, right? Yeah, but that game didn't matter, and yeah. they didn't, it didn't matter for them. Yeah, they didn't care, and they still won. And, and we were trying mad hard. I yeah. That we were trying hard. Mm-hmm. We were playing at home where we haven't won in like three years. So <laughs> I'm guessing we're going to lose. I'm going to say 3-1. We're going to lose. Damn. Watch. Yo, what, have what you, do you have think? Have you seen our goalkeeper? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Varro's guy? Yeah. No. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> the guy Varro was asking for. <laughs> Yeah, Flo, what do you, you think Tomas Boy gets fired after these two losses against Atletico and Tigres? I give him three games, three games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe sure. if, they, if they lose really bad against Atletico and then 
they lose against the Eaters. Oh, we're counting yeah. Atletico as one of the games? Uh, no, nah, but just in general, I mean, like, if, the, if, just, just if, the image. If it's bad, yeah. Like, if it's bad. Like, if they put five it. on us, five zero. I don't know. It's it seems like my mans, my mans is ready to fire people, it seems like. So. <laughs> I'm out yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, if he fires him this week, we've got to build a statue, bro. He's clean. He's completely cleaned out. Yeah, I think I think he's I think he's he's trying to do whatever to appease the fans. So, yep. But yeah, I, I give him I give him three games, man. We're gonna get washed in all these games. I don't think it's a question. <laughs> who do, yeah, who do, uh, I don't know if you guys have the schedule. Who do we play after? Let me see. Uh, I think got Puebla. San Luis. Oh, Puebla. Oh, fuck, Friday Friday night game. Really? Yep. Nah, that's a winnable game. Fuck. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's away. Ojitos Mesa, the coach? Bro, yeah, don't bring he's that coach. Last yeah, he's not alive. Don't lie. Last, he's been coach last season, we lost to them 3 1, bro. To who? To Puebla. Puebla. Yeah, but Joel said we got, that it was luck. <laughs> <laughs> and said and, that was one of the and said that was one of the wins this season. <laughs> and then Tomas Boy said, uh, "Shit happens," so you know. <laughs> and then we have then we have Atletico San Luis, and then we have Leon. You're dead ass. If we're lucky, we'll come away with two wins. If we're not lucky, we'll come oh away God. with. <laughs> bro, San Luis is Atletico Madrid's team, bro. You know, you know they got they're gonna adopt the same philosophy. Damn, oh bro. My God. Leon, Necaxa, Cruz Azul. And then Atlas. that leads, and then that takes us into Atlas, Morelia, Pachuca. Well, oh fuck, we get we. Well, we'll least... see you next season. We'll see you next <laughs> season, guys. Yeah, we might not record again. <laughs> yeah, just sign us. Just... We'll be <laughs> back. Season. We'll be back for the FIFA Clasico. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh yeah. man, one more that... thing. One more thing to an MLS podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, San Jose Earthquake podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lifelong San Jose Earthquake. <laughs> so I just I just found out that I can bet on the League IMX Women League on this fucking website. Oh, so if we're gonna bet on Chivas, we gotta bet on the women this year. Yo, they actually signed mad players. I haven't really like they they took the coach from theaters, didn't they? Yeah, but they they yeah from the team that won. They uh you know they put money into the team. They got a decent team now. I think. Right. Yeah. So next week, next week we might bet on the on the women. You know, we're gonna have to get um the girl that runs the Chivas Feminine English account on the pod. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me just see real quick. And they won two to one. Nice. Oh damn! We could have made money tonight. Shit. Yeah, they just played. Shout out to them. Shout out to the women's team putting on. You know, the, 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 the club. They were the first female champions. Yeah. In Liga MX. Yeah. It was like two seasons ago. Yeah, it was like yeah. Was not just not too long ago. We we saw the yeah. trophy in the in the museo when we went to the the clásico. Oh yeah, they put it up. A... It was nice. I'm trying to go back ASAP. Facts for the record. <laughs> they need to sell their kits in men's sizes, bro. Because because if men's sizes barely fit men, imagine trying to put on a women's. Damn, I need like a triple XL. Are they Puma? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're Puma. We need. I'm gonna need Luis and Rigo to join us in Guadalajara this time. <laughs> well, well, when you guys gonna go? I don't know. Whenever. Not, not <laughs> till we're not Yo, till we're was, decent we got, again. <laughs> I was. I see. I see. We got Corre Caminos. See, we got Corre Caminos on the wall. Oh, we, <laughs> we, 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 we gotta go to that. We gotta go watch Copa. We gotta go watch Copa. We gotta watch. 
Oh yeah, dude. you get front row tickets for like <laughs> five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> oh, front row God. tickets are gonna win. I'm all for it. Are you sure they're gonna win? <laughs> aren't we? Aren't we in the same group with Santos? Copa yeah, we Mike? play them again um, right after Puebla. Oh. <laughs> somebody said out. that. Somebody said that Chivas is group. Uh, Copa MX group. Chivas is the second second division team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that damn. All right, that that's it. That that's like the perfect note to end this episode on, guys. <laughs> this has been uh, another episode. Wait, of... we had wait, we had questions. <laughs> oh shit! Damn. People actually want to know stuff. Had... Yeah, bro. I, I forgot. I didn't know you asked. We trash in the podcast. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me read some of the uh, the questions. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Game Football USA. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're going to answer his question. He has a Mexico and a USA flag. I don't know who he's rooting for. Alvaro, man. Play. <laughs> Varo, that's Varo's uh, burner account. <laughs> but say that he said, he said, what's a real, he said, what's a realistic goal for us, fam? He's like, I'm just happy with Ligia. Is that a bit too much to ask for? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, yes. Uh, Ligia. Don't even think about it. Yeah, Varro said, what did he say? Like, let's just avoid relegation. Yeah, the goal is to avoid relegation this season. And now it's painfully obvious that that is the goal. That should be All our right. goal. All right, there you have yeah. it. Uh, dude, it's Danny. Shout out to Danny. He said, uh, would a change in manager really help? Or do you think the Vergara family is just not financially prepared to have a team? Uh, you I know think what? their Ponzi scheme isn't, isn't working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know what's interesting? It's like you can say sometimes you can say it's the same players, like bringing in a coach. What's he really gonna do? But when you look at the, the Almeida effect that he had with Chivas and that he's now having with uh, San Jose, uh, clearly a coach can can change things drastically. Like he, they can provide a a style of play and and, and a motivation to the players, and we don't have that right now. So coach, a coach can definitely. It's just a matter of finding the right guy. Yeah, and Almeida had some players, though, but yeah, the coach for sure. Yeah. Uh, what else? Another question from Jay Ronan said, what's more likely, Chiva scores 15 goals or that they get scored on 30 times? <laughs> Chiva has to score 15 or they get scored on 30. I don't know. What do you guys think? So I, I think, think right now, <laughs> we're getting 30 dropped on this, man. What happened to your confidence in Tonio? <laughs> I have no confidence in this team now at all. Like, nobody. Hold on, hold on. That's a perfect segment for the next question. <laughs> From the Kanye Padre, who said, when did you lose all hope for season? <laughs> During Saturday's game or Sunday's game? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> Shout out to him, because he, yes. he went to that game on Saturday and had to sit through that, so... If I, I was him, I would have lost hope on Saturday, but I lost hope on Sunday. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. When I saw the lineup, I had a little bit of hope. I was hyped, yeah. too. Varo, Varo, gas. Varo got me hyped. <laughs> yeah, Varo. I brought Varo's out the TV up. outside for my whole family to watch while we were barbecuing. I was hyped. And then Tonyo let in that goal, and I was like, fuck this, and went inside. I was at a party. I was at a party. Uh, I, was at, I, was at a, I was at a party Saturday. Was it Saturday? The game was Sunday, right? Saturday. And because we were watching the Manny Pacquiao fight, and there was Americanistas there, and I was talking shit to them. And at the time, they were losing to Monterrey. So I was talking my shit, saying Chivas is going to win, and then I got humbled the next day. 
I lost hope. I lost all hope Sunday for sure. And I'm one of the most optimistic ones on here. Yeah, man. It's going to be a long season. I don't know how many episodes we got in this. <laughs> now nah, we're going to we're going to we're going to come back every week just cuz I enjoy I'm enjoying this. We're crying on the outside, gonna... but inside, guys. <laughs> you see did you see the memes they came out with? Like, yo, some of those memes hurt. <laughs> Yeah, which one of you guys tweeted that? That was me. I put those out because I was like, yo, if I saw them, y'all got to see them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At least, at least, it's, it's, uh, the good thing about like on Twitter and, and, and you're watching the game and, and you're interacting with other Chivas fans, like deep down, like we're all going through the struggle together. Yeah. We're all, we all, we we can see each other's tweets. We're all suffering the same thing. Yeah. The, the engagement on the account has been like higher than last, couple seasons i don't know if that's a good thing bad thing but everybody (laughs) feels the pain (laughs) say misery loves company (laughs) (laughs) that's a good good note to end on uh that's gonna be loves company that's gonna be the title (laughs) of the episode shit yeah that should be the name of the episode that's gonna be the name that's it all right guys this has been another episode of the chima del norte podcast thank you for listening we will be back next week we're out Peace. Later. Peace. Peace.